Amen. Thanksgiving. I, I love this holiday. And I'll have to tell you, I am thankful that we are able to do, at our church anyway, the online um, services. Because um, a lot of times, uh, like last week, I wasn't able to be here. Uh, so I got to watch the Thanksgiving, or I got to watch the, the service online after the fact. And it was just a great service. I love the worship by Corey and Tricia, just beautiful, beautiful. I hope one of these Sundays I'll be here physically when they do it so I can participate. But I just love that worship time. I loved Mark and his testimony, kind of sharing what God is doing in the Ukraine and, and just that, that service that he was able to do in terms of of sharing God's love to people throughout the world. That was beautiful. And Pastor Jeremy nailed it with his self-control to, to kind of end that Fruit of the Spirit sermon series and just uh, how we need to rely on God so that we can truly have self-control. I, I thought it was great. And even though I wasn't here physically, I was here just uh, in spirit with you guys and just praising you, praising everything that was happening. So really glad that we have that situation. Um, but like I said, I, I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays. I think a lot of times, sadly, we skip, we go from Halloween, trunk or treat, and we skip over Thanksgiving and go right into Christmas. And I think that's a missed opportunity because Thanksgiving is one of those holidays that I think is very, very important, not only to us spiritually, but even to our nation being thankful to God and just taking that time to remember. I love everything about Thanksgiving. I especially love the food. Uh, I love turkey. I love stuffing, mashed potatoes. I definitely love pumpkin pie um, and uh, just enjoy all those foods. I even like green bean casserole. Even though my wife Sherry does not like green bean casserole, I like it. It's one of the things I grew up with. So these type of things are, are really, really important. And I, I love that, that type of dinner that we have for Thanksgiving. But the thing about Thanksgiving that I think is most important is it's that time of year where we almost intentionally pause in our busy lifestyle and see what we are thankful for. And I think that is so important to sit there and take time and be thankful for what God has given you. Kind of like the video said, whether your life is going well or not so well, we all have things to be thankful for. The problem I think is too many times we wait until the month of November to give thanks to the Lord. And the reality is every day should be Thanksgiving if you're a Christian. Every day should be the day that you're praising God and thanking him for saving your soul, thanking him for what he has done for you. Every day should be Thanksgiving. And if you don't take my word for it, let's look what the Bible has to say. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. The scripture will be on the screen. Let's stand for the reading of God's word and let's read this together uh, in one voice and just see what God wants us to see here today. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless the reading of your word. Allow your Holy Spirit to teach us what you want us to learn from it. Lord, let this be a reminder that every day should be Thanksgiving. 
Our life should be a thank you note to you, God. Our life should be an offering of thanksgiving, not just in November, but each and every day of the year. Help us through your strength, through your power, to live our life in word and deed, giving all to you and giving thanks each and every day of our life. We ask this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Well, something that I, I truly enjoy are thank you notes. Um, and my, my remote has frozen again. Uh, let's see. Sorry about that. But I do like thank you notes. Uh, we'll see if we can get that back. Um, and the thing I like about thank you notes is it's a way for us to appreciate, to express gratitude to one another. Uh, I remember this October getting so many gifts for pastor's appreciation and just being completely overwhelmed with all the different gifts, the gift cards, everything that, that you guys gave me was so, so heartfelt. So um, I, I um, let me get through all this. All right. So it, it, it was great to write that thank you note and put it into the bulletin because I love those thank you notes. Uh, I, I also, we also received a thank you note from Corey and Tricia for their wedding. I love thank you notes, either giving them or receiving them. And since I've had a busy week this week, and it's been kind of crazy, I have some thank you notes that I would like to write. And if you would let me just take a few moments before we get into the scripture, I'd like to write a couple thank you notes. So um, please pardon me with this, but uh, Corey and Trisha, do you guys have any thank you writing note music that you could play for me to write some thank you notes? Thank you, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Thanks to you, there will be at least two hours that our family is not watching another Christmas movie on the Hallmark Channel. Our channel of Hallmark is on all the time, and it seems like they've been playing Christmas movies since, I think, Labor Day. So it's, it's been pretty crazy. So I'm thankful that for at least two hours, we're not doing that. A little bit more music. Let me get another one of these. Thank you, tryptophan in Turkey. Because of you, I can sleep through yet another embarrassing loss of my Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. You see, I grew up in Michigan, and so every year it's tradition. It's almost like turkey for Thanksgiving. I have to watch my Lions lose. And so tryptophan kind of helps me out with that a little bit. So, all right, let me get another one. Uh, a little more music, guys. Thank you. National Dog Show for being shown on Thanksgiving Day. You have become our poodle Maya's version of must-see TV. And let me tell you, if Maya's not around the turkey or the green bean casserole, that's a good thing. So I am thankful for the National Dog Show. She'll sit there and watch it. It's great. All right, one more, one more, a little more music. Thank you, Michigan Ohio State game for not being on Thanksgiving. Because of that, I get to wait until Saturday to watch my beloved Wolverines lose again to the mighty Ohio State Buckeyes. 
My heart was broken yesterday when I went on Facebook and I saw Evan wearing all this scarlet and gray. I was just like, no, no. But I was reminded of the great scripture that says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they should not depart from it. So hopefully, hopefully uh, Evan will see the error of his ways and be donning a little maize and blue this Saturday. But anyway, thank you. I do love thank you notes. And honestly, I have a lot to be thankful for. But out of all those thank you notes that you write or that I've written, have you ever written a thank you note to God? You see, there are a lot of things we can thank God for. Just getting up today and having air in my lungs, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that. Being able to spend time with my church family and worship with each other, thank you, Jesus, for doing that. How many times do we get to spend time with family, get to spend time just relaxing, even if you do watch the Hallmark Channel, just having that time to rest and relax, that is a blessing from God. And most of all, when you look at the cross of Christ and you see what he did to save you, thank you, Lord, for what you are doing. You see, I think that just writing a thank you note to God isn't sufficient enough. I really believe that our life should be a thank you note for everyone to read, for our unsaved family members to read, for our coworkers to read, for the people in Walmart to read where we say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And I think the apostle Paul agrees with me. When we look at the verse that we read today, Paul says, whatever you do in your words or your action, your deed, you need to do all those things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And look what he says, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. Is your life a thank you note? Is your life something that someone who might not even know you is able to read and say, that person is living in the thankfulness of the Lord? We need to be thankful for what God is doing in us. Whenever I'm at work, whenever we have a new initiative that we're rolling out, we always talk about the why and the how. Why are we doing this? And then how are we going to do this? So if you really want your life to be a thank you note, let's talk a little bit about the why we should do this and then the how. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. So why should my life be a thank you note? Well, the first reason is because of who God is. Who God is. Now, if God was mean-spirited, petty, vindictive, we wouldn't give thanks to him. A God like that doesn't deserve our thanks. If he was cruel, evil, or vicious, we wouldn't let our life be a thank you note to that kind of God. It just doesn't make sense. If he was aloof, uncaring, indifferent, or detached, we would not give thanks to him. Or if God was inconsistent, unreliable and not trustworthy, then we would not show our gratitude to a God like that. But when you look at the Bible, and the Bible is our God's revelation of who he is, we see he's the exact opposite of all those characteristics I just let, listed. You see, the Bible tells us in Psalm 145, verse 3, that great is the Lord 
and greatly to be praised. We sing about it today. How great thou art. Great are you, Lord. He is great and greatly to be praised. And so that is one of the reasons why our life should be a thank you note, because we serve a great and powerful God. God is love. 1 John 4, 16 tells us that God is love. He is not one that has love. He's not one who just contains love. He himself is love. It's a defining characteristic of him. And he shares that love with us unconditionally. And because that is the God we serve, he deserves our thanksgiving. He deserves our gratitude. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 2 says, No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none beside you, nor is there any rock like our God. So God is holy. That means he's set apart. He's different from any other God. He's different from anything this world can offer you. He is holy. He is set apart. He is above our ways. His ways are above our ways. And because of that, he deserves our appreciation and thanksgiving. And I love this one. The Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Not for a short time. Not only when you're doing good, his steadfast love endures forever. And his faithfulness, his genuineness, his trustworthiness, his reliability is good for all generations. That's the kind of God we serve. And that kind of God deserves our gratitude. And then that is why God is who he is. That is why he deserves our life to be a thank you note. The second reason of why is because of what God has done. What God has done. Bible's very clear on this. Psalm 52, nine says, I will thank you forever because of what you have done. Have you ever just sat down and thought about all the things God has done in your life? I mean, I can't count very high, but I would think it would be in the thousands, maybe even millions of things that God has done that we should be thankful for. We need to thank him forever because of what he has done. I love Psalm 148.5. Praise the name of the Lord, for at his command they were created. You see, he has created us. He breathed life into us. And because he is God, the creator, he deserves our praise. He deserves our thanksgiving. He, I like this one, Psalm 118, 21. I will give thanks for you answered me. You have become my salvation. Let me ask you a quick question. Anyone here, has God ever answered at least one prayer in your life? If, if so, raise your hand. I think every hand in this congregation is raised. I think there's probably more than one prayer he's answered. It's thousands, maybe millions of prayers. But I should give thanks because our God hears us and answers prayer. He's not detached. He's not remote. He is right here in our heart and lives. And he hears us when we call. And I love that second part. He is our salvation. Praise the Lord. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on the rock to stay. And because of that, I need to thank him. He is worthy of my thankfulness. And then probably the biggest thing, and this is the thing I think of all the time. It reminds me of our prayer chorus. Jesus died for us. God 
died for us. And that's probably the biggest thing he has ever done. Other than creating us, he died for us. I love this verse. When you were dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive in Christ. Praise the Lord. He forgave us all our sin, not some, not most, all our sins, and have canceled the charge, I like that, of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. God has done that for you, and that requires thanksgiving. That requires praise. That requires gratitude and appreciation. When I got out of co- when I was in college, I was in, I went to our, our student center and Discover Card was there. And they made me, well, they didn't make me, but I was like, ooh, you know, credit card, this is great. I signed up for a credit card in college, a Discover Card. And I thought, you know, this is gonna help me if I get a date, I can put it on my credit card. If I need books, if I need to do, you know, snacks in my room. I'm gonna use this credit card. I'm gonna be wise about it, I'm gonna be good. And I let that card, instead of me possessing it, it started possessing me. And even though I got that card when I was a sophomore in college, it took me almost 15 years to pay that card off. And can I tell you, that monthly payment or monthly statement that would come in the mail every month, it was like a chain. It was like bondage. I would look at that and that that balance would be going up and up and up. And I was like, why, oh, why did I sign up for this credit card? But one day, through much sacrifice, through much payments, finally I sent my last payment into Discover Card and I cut that thing up. And it was a freedom. It was great. I felt like I could, I could conquer the world because that was gone. I love what Jesus did for us. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness. Can I tell you, when you come down to this altar and you ask Jesus to forgive you, he doesn't only make you clean. He doesn't only make you whiter than snow. He cancels the debt. He gets rid of that credit card. He gets rid of that charge and he pays everything that you need. I love the hymn, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. That's exactly what he did for us because I can tell you the debt of sin in my life was far greater than my Discover card debt. And it was only because of what Christ did on the cross that I am free, yes, free indeed from that debt. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. And that's why my life should be a thank you card to him. That's why we should be a living, breathing thank you card each and every day. You see, forgiveness is free, but it is the most costly thing, the most expensive thing, because it costs Jesus everything. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he paid the debt. That's how much it cost him to give, him, give you the freedom that you have today. And that's why I just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Final thing of why. Why should we be a thank you note to God? 
because of what God has promised. What God has promised. God's promises are vast. In fact, I learned this week that there are over 7,000, 7,147 promises in the Bible to be exact. That's a lot of promises. I'd like to go ahead and and talk about all 7,000 of those promises today, but if we did that, it would be until next Thanksgiving we would go. So I really wanna focus on three, but as we look at these three promises, just think of this. God is not finished doing good things in your life. He has plans for your future. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion, and that's a reason to be thankful. So let's look at three promises. Number one is found in John eleven twenty five, 25, where Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. I am thankful for the promise of eternal life. Eternal life. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. And thank goodness, because this world's broken. This world is tragic. This world has pain. This world has disease. But the place that God has prepared for us is glory, and it's wonderful, and it's peace forever and ever. And that's a promise that we can rely on and be thankful for. Another promise is Philippians 4.19. My God will meet all your needs according to riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. I like that. It doesn't say some of my needs. doesn't say most. It says all. Now, it doesn't say my God will meet all your greeds. I like saying that word because it's not a word. But a lot of people think that. They think, well, if my God will meet all my needs, that means I'm going to have a big screen TV to watch Michigan and Ohio State on Saturday. God's going to provide that. I'm going to go and get that. No, that's not what it's saying. It's saying all your needs. I don't think any of us are too hungry this morning. Looks like every one of us has clothes on. Praise the Lord for that. Our needs are met because of what God has done in our life. And that's a promise that we can rely on, a promise that we can be thankful for. And then Hebrews 13, 5. God says he will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never leave you. He is there each and every day. Maybe you're like me, and you've experienced abandonment in your life. Maybe you have a good friend that abandoned you. Maybe a parent, maybe through divorce, one of your parents abandoned your family. Maybe a brother, sister, that relationship is broken down, and they abandoned you. God is not like that. He is there. Even when you reject him, even when you leave and walk away from him, He is there. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That is a promise that we can be thankful for today. These are all reasons why we should be thankful. God is great. He is good. He's our salvation. He died for us. He's given us promises that we can rely on. So in closing, let's talk about how. So we know we need to be thankful. We know we need to be a thank you note. How do we do this? How do we become a thank you note? Number one is we give thanks with all of our heart. Give thanks with all of our heart, with everything within us. Remember, the Jewish people didn't think of heart as just an emotion. They thought of heart as the core of who you are. So the core of Ed Simons is my heart. And if I'm truly giving thanks to God, I'm giving thanks to him with everything within me. Everything within me, I'm giving thanks to. It cracks me up. 
When you watch a game like we saw yesterday, Ohio State, Michigan State, and it was a great game. Let me read this verse first though. I like it. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I tell you of all your wonderful deeds. Bible is telling us we need to give thanks to God with everything within us. Like I said though, yesterday was a great game. Ohio State had an amazing victory. I thought the game would be closer. Little I know, they blew them out. It was a great game. And I saw fans in the stands going nuts. O-H-I-O, you know, just on the t- yelling at the top of their lungs, praising the Buckeyes and all that. And I wonder if any of those fans are in church today. Do they have that, oh, Jeremy's here, Emily and Evan, we, 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 got them all. we got several who are here. So, but I wonder if, and these guys definitely wouldn't do this, but I'm wondering if there were some fans that were cheering the Buckeyes with all their heart, everything within them, but then they come to church and it's like, how great is our God. Sing with me how I see this over and over again, whether you're at the horseshoe or you're in the big house. I see it with Michigan Wolverine fans too. We get so excited about our teams, but then we come to church and it's a snooze fest. That is not thanking God with all of our heart. We need to be appreciative. We need to be thanking him for everything he has done for us. He is much more worthy of us to get excited and cheer than the Buckeyes, than the Wolverines. He's done so much more. And we need to be excited about that. Can you praise God with all your heart? That's what we need to do. Give thanks with all our heart. The other thing is we need to give thanks by telling others. Isaiah chapter 12, verse four says, Give thanks to the Lord. Notice how many verses there are in the Bible about giving thanks. Call upon his name. Make known his deed among the peoples. Proclaim that his name is exalted. We are getting into the Christmas season, Advent. We're going to start next Sunday. We, this time of year, people are more open to going to church. This, This time of year and in Easter. What a great opportunity for us to show our thanksgiving to God, making ourselves a thank you note by actually telling people what God has done for you. And then saying, hey, if you want to experience that kind of blessing, why don't you come to church with me next Sunday? We'll sit together. We'll go out to dinner after, each other, after service. I would love for you to go. That is giving thanks by telling people about the great deeds God has done. That's one of the ways we can make our life a thank you note. Another way is by giving thanks, by giving an offering to God. Look at this verse, Psalm 50, 14. Sacrifice thank offerings to God. Fulfill your vows to the Most High. Giving an offering to God is a way to offer your thanks to Him. You see, it shouldn't be a surprise to us. Thanks and giving go together. They go together. That's why we call it Thanksgiving. It's not because of the Macy's Day Parade or even the dog show. It's because thanks and giving go together. And when you look at this, giving is a natural response to thankfulness. If you're truly thankful, you're going to give God what he asks of you. My level of giving shows my level of gratitude. You should give of your time, 
your resources, and your ministry. Too many times we think, well, when the church talks about giving, they're trying to get in my wallet. No, that's not it. I, I do think you have to be faithful in your giving with your money, but there's things like time, resources, even ministry opportunities that God wants us to give. I can say I love God, but if I never give him anything, do I really love him? You see, I think you can give without loving. We do it all the time. I'll, I'll, I'll give to the Salvation Army. I'll give here and there. You can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. If you truly love your spouse and you never give that person your time, an anniversary or birthday gift, any of those things, do you truly love that person? You see, loving and giving go hand in hand. Thanks and giving go hand in hand. What are you willing to give? And I have to tell you, even in our church, there are many opportunities to serve. We need people in sound and tech, children and teen workers, nursery workers, singers and musicians, small group leaders, even cleaning the church. Something as behind the scenes as that is so critically important. This is a way that you can give and show God that you're thankful for what he is doing in your life. That is a way you can do it. Final thing and how, how you can show your thanksgiving is giving thanks by living a thank you note. I've been saying it all morning long and I love the verse that we read. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. Whatever you do, each and every day, even if it's the most menial task, when you're cleaning your house, give thanks to God. When you're raking those leaves that just seem pile, to pile up, you get them all taken care of, and then your neighbor's leaves blow into your yard, give thanks. Thank the Lord for what he's doing. Even when you're taking out the trash on Monday night, thank the Lord. Whatever it is, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God. What I'm really saying is, is your life a thank you note to God? Is it something that not only God can read, but the people in your life can read and say, wow, Ed is truly thankful for what God is doing. There are so many reasons or so many ways on how we can give thanks. There's one that I forgot to mention though, and it's found in Psalm 147.7. It says, sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises on the harp to our God. Now, we don't have a harp today, but we do have a piano, keyboard, a bass. And I thought it would be great for us to close this service singing thanksgiving to God. And you might say, well, I don't have that great of a voice. I'm up here every week. My voice is not good either, but I can do what the Bible says and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And when it comes from the heart, when it comes from the heart, the center of who you are, that is truly music to God's ears because it's thankfulness. It's that attitude of gratitude that just allows God to, to respond to our lives. I'm gonna have the praise team come up and we're just going to sing a song that you all know. It just simply says, give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks with a grateful heart because that's 
what God has called us to do. So let's stand and just sing this song together. As we sing this song, if you wanna, this altar's open. If you wanna come to this altar and just thank God for all of his many blessings in your life, thank him for what he's done on the cross for you, thank him for whatever you want to thank him for, this altar's open. You can be obedient and let him know how much you want your life to be that thank you note.